Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. Happy Tuesday. It's your girl, Michaela J here to teach you how to live your bougiest, most next level luxe life. Wow, what a freaking tongue twister. Okay, so this week we have my friend Rachel on the podcast and I'm super, super excited about this because Rachel and I really hit it off because we're like super spiritual. We're in the same mastermind. We got paired as accountability buddies and we just dove in so deep and we've both been doing some major clearing shadow work, which I am loving. I actually did a live all about this on my Instagram and in my Facebook group on Sunday, just about like what's the importance of shadow work? How can we start to do it? And answering you guys' pressing questions around all of it. So if you missed that live, um, the link is always in the show notes for my Facebook group. So you guys can just join there, watch the little replay for that guy. But me and Rachel are going to be talking about shadow work and how it's such a big game changer in our personal development world, lives, routines. I don't know. Essentially, every time I'm sitting down to journal, I'm doing shadow work and it is such a freaking game changer. So I'm excited to share this episode with you guys. And speaking of accountability buddies, today's sponsor is My Level Up Lux Lounge. So this is my membership site. It's only $37 to join per month where I'm teaching you guys the level up laws of the universe. So these are the 12 immutable laws that you might hear about, like law of attraction, law of action, law of compensation, and I'm making sense of them for you, breaking them down in a simple yet scientific way and also tying in manifestation with it. So every single month we have one masterclass over one law and one manifestation topic. Super excited because this month's masterclass is going to be on Thursday. So if you're listening, today is Tuesday when this episode is out. And so the masterclass will be in two days. So run, go jump in because this month is money month. So we are talking about the law of divine compensation and manifesting money. And you guys, I've really been killing it in this area lately. So I'm really excited to share my latest tips and tricks. Like I said, only 37 bucks a month. And you, um, bringing back our full circle moment of accountability buddies, you get an accountability bestie in the group who will hold you accountable to doing your daily ritual and doing the money practice that I give you. So the link is in the show notes. Join now. 37 bucks won't always be that price. And you don't want to miss it. So this week's manifestation mode moment. I don't know if you guys saw. Okay, first of all, who doesn't follow me on Instagram? Raise your hand and then put that hand on your phone and open up Instagram (laughs) and type in at the Michaela J. That's the like T-H-E. M-I-K-A-Y-L-A-J-A-I and follow me on IG because I just posted this super cute little Europe fashion haul that I had on Saturday and go to my fashion highlights. You guys can look at it because this week's manifestation mode moment is this amazing top I got and it's black and it feels like a light sweater, but the sleeves are puffy and sheer and it's so 
freaking cute and you all need to look at it and go buy the exact same one. It's actually from this boutique here in Nebraska. It's called Be Yourself, but they have an online store so you guys can shop it online. I'm pretty sure the, the top is on their website. If it is, I'll have it linked in the show notes, but it is so cute. It's very Paris vibes. It's very elevated, like cute rich girl, like would be cute with a low bun. Ugh, it's just, it's so good. So go to my Instagram, look for that. Go grab yourself one of those shirts. And yeah, I am headed to Europe on Friday, you guys. How crazy. I haven't been talking about it that much because things have been so much. Like I've been just so freaking busy and every spare moment I am diving into my spiritual rituals because I'm really leveling it up and I'm going to do a solo episode all about that next week. So without further ado, enjoy this epi with Rachel. I will see you guys over on the gram and I'll see you inside the Level Up Lux Lounge. Hi guys, welcome back to the Minds of Magic Manifestation Podcast. I am really excited for today's guest, even though I say that with all of them. I love them all, but this one's extra special because I have Rachel Hunt with me and she is one of my mastermind sisters. She's an NLP practitioner, a mindset and success coach, and a wellness influencer. So basically she's all the things and we love that because we want all the things. Mm -hmm. Um, She embodies this message of pursuing a freedom-based lifestyle in in every area while also having fun and of course being woo. Uh, we're accountability buddies in our mastermind and we really hit it off just diving straight into our spiritual voice notes. So I can't wait to share Rachel with all of you. Hi, Rachel. Hi, what a welcome. And I'm very, very excited. Um, and I'm very excited because I've been interviewed on other podcasts, but I'm like so excited to dive into like what we were what we were talking about before, just the spiritual woo side. I think a lot of people want to talk about businessy things and I'm like, okay, that's great, but like let's get into the fun stuff. So Yeah, but like let's get down and spiritual. This is like my number one fave topic. So perfect. I'm so grateful to be here and thank you. Yeah. So excited. Okay. Let's dive straight into our little speed dating questions with what is your horoscope sign? Well, I'm a Sagittarius sun and an Aquarius moon. Mm, so good. What's your rising? Oh, I was going to say it. Um, and I was like, I should just also add that. Um, I'm a Scorpio <laughs> rising. So I got a little bit of spunk to me. Oh, my jaw literally just dropped because all of my friend, like all of my friends are Scorpios. So that makes no so much sense. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Scorpios and caps like get along very well. Yeah. We're very passionate. Um, yes. both signs. So I, yeah. I love that. Okay. Tell us about your morning practice. So currently I feel like I kind of evolve it, uh, or like shake it up every once in a while, but currently uh, we are both doing very similar things, I'm sure. Yes. So I'm doing, I start my day doing um, a card pull from the Kuan Yin Oracle deck uh, just to kind of like set the intention. So some days I'll wake up and I'm like, you know, maybe feeling like a little weird or just feeling like I need to like check in with business or maybe it's finances or maybe it's my relationship or maybe it's just general. So I like kind of just like pulling an intention card for the day. Uh, and then I'll, we'll do, I'll do my little uh, devotion to Kuan Yin, who is, I'm sure you've mentioned it, the goddess mm-hmm. of love, compassion, divine feminine. So it just kind of helps me tune in. I'm like naturally a very masculine dominant person. So it's like really nice for me to kind of bring in more of that um, compassion piece. So I'll do that. And then after I'll journal and just kind of like 
you know, write whatever's coming up for me, um, or maybe I'll be setting um, a specific intention for the day, or I'll write down what I'm looking to manifest or call in. Uh, so I get really specific with that. And then I've been doing um, a Kundalini Kriya for actually yesterday marked my 40th day of doing Ooh. it. In a row. And so I do 40 day bouts. So today I didn't actually do it, but um, so it's a Kriya called the Sobug Kriya. And I've been doing it for like probably three or four months now, but um, I, I actually did the full 40 days um, recently and it's about abundance and prosperity and just like raising the vibrations even more. And I got to tell you, like it works very well, mm -hmm. especially coupled with the Kuan Yin. So that's my, that's my routine lately. I love it. Yeah. So similar to mine when you're doing your Kundalini um, mantra, are you listening to like a song or are you just saying it on your own? What is that like? Yeah. So, well, so the, this Kriya in particular can either be one part or it can be five parts. So oh. I was doing the five part for most of it. And then, um, time just got a little bit shorter, especially when I started doing the Kuan Yin, which started taking more time. So I was then just going down to the one part, which is like a three minute, um, three minute Kriya. So when you do the full, there's five different, um, like exercises you do at three minutes each. And for the last two, there's a song that I would play to go along with the mantra. For the others, I just chanted on my own. So, oh. um, so it was like a combo piece. But if I just do the one part, then no song necessary. I just chanted on my own. Interesting. Yeah. I love Kundalini mantras. I think they're so interesting. And they're all so unique. Like they're all so different. Oh yeah. They're really powerful. Like I, uh, there's only one studio here in Toronto that's Kundalini specific. Like they don't offer any other type of mm -hmm. yoga. And, uh, so that's where I go. And I, um, have, um, like I have a, uh, like a pass there. Oh gosh. Oh no. My boyfriend's calling me. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Okay. And, um, Anyways, and so I'm trying to like commit myself to going like every other week because there's something so special about going to a class. Like, of course I can do it on my own, but right. going and just like immersing yourself in the energy of the group and like every, every class is so different. And yeah, like there's never, like I haven't been to any class where it's like I'm doing the same thing twice. So it's mm. really cool. Um, and it's just so high vibe. Like it literally shifts and changes, not just like, on a, you know, a, like it, it gets to the core, like it, it can transform us in so many powerful ways. Right. So good. I need to find a Kundalini studio near me. Like, I mean, Kundalini is not a thing in Nebraska, but maybe I could find something. Well, also <laughs> like online you can do oh, like there's, and there's a couple that I'm looking to, yeah, I'll send them to you. Cause I've been, um, I've been like referred a couple people if I want, if I want to just start, um, honoring like a more at home practice because I think it is just really fascinating. I'm even like curious something so I don't know, just I, I'm drawn to it. I know it sounds so cliche, but really there's something just like so welcoming there for me. I don't like get bought into like the whole like Hollywood <laughs> superficial culture. I think there's just something like about the lifestyle that I lead here in Toronto that's just so prevalent there. The mm. Kundalini, the woo, the spirituality, the um, yeah, it's just like so much more conducive to the lifestyle that I'm uh, leading and it's just the weather's better trying to yes, be very miserable in the winter. So that's like for sure a number one. Um, 
I also like love Central America. I lived in Panama for a while. So I'm just like drawn to just, you know, the Latin cultures and the, um, yeah, just like that lifestyle there, which is like a lot more like laid back and chill and Mm. island vibe. So, um, yeah, those are like my two, like, happy happy places and like the common theme just being like sunshine palm trees and and just like yeah high vibe energy I love that I love LA so much like I cannot wait I'm definitely gonna live there like that'll be where I permanently settle down so I love LA yeah same thing it's like on my bucket list to like relocate there even if it's just for a short stint like definitely feels so good there it's the best. Love it. Okay. What's the coolest thing that you've ever manifested? Ooh. Okay. Well, I would say probably the biggest thing would be a trip to Bali last year. Oh, my soul's home. (laughs) Yeah. So I like loved, so Bali, I also really loved. Mm -hmm. Um, I have like a funny or like a, a story that like to go with it that like kind of um has like held me back from going returning right now but anyways um yeah so it's so funny my best friend and I we created vision boards like this was probably like two years ago and on my vision board like I found a photo of like the Bali swing that everybody that goes on yeah and like (laughs) I don't know. Like, I was just like, I'm going to go. Like, I am going to be on the swing. I'm going to Bali. Like, I put it on there. And then things in my life really shifted. I ended up um, leaving my job to work for myself. I ended up moving. Um, I ended up leaving a relationship. And so, like, my whole life just, like, kind of got flipped upside down. I put a lot of things in storage. And the storage was at my best friend's place. And so, fast forward, like, I don't even know, like, nine months, we were both um, given this opportunity to go to Southeast Asia for, we were like invited to go to this retreat. Um, and it was, um, in Thailand, but I was like, Oh my God, like we got to go to Bali. Bali is right beside Thailand. I've already been to Thailand. Like we got to go to Bali. And so we go and like this, like, uh, whatever it it ends up that this this retreat gets canceled. So we're like, well, we're just going to extend our trip to in Bali and like stay there for a full month and like whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, we were already like compensated for like going and like it got us there. And then right. Like, so anyway, so this was right before we left and my friend was like going through her story. She's like, Oh my God. Right. She's like, I just pulled out your vision board. And she's like, do you realize that on your vision board was the Bali thing? And I was just like, Oh my God, I actually manifested this. Like Mm -hmm. it was, you know, otherwise I would have never like actually put the action to go to Bali. Like it was just right. like that I, I put out there and just like kind of let be and had this opportunity for this retreat not come up. I wouldn't have booked a book, uh, trip to Bali. I wouldn't have, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, of course I would have eventually gone, but it just like, right. The way it unfolded, the way it manifested, it was just so like, serendipitous and um yeah I was like wow like I fully manifested this opportunity to go to Bali and we ended up just going the two of us and like it was the most magical um experience so yeah so fun god I love Bali so much like makes me emotional even thinking about it but that's so incredible and like that's something that I even tell a lot of my clients to do it's like 
even those things that you just like know you want to do in your lifetime that don't really matter when, just like put them on a vision board, you know, like write them down in your journal and then there's no resistance of when they can actually occur. You know, they'll just manifest so easily because there's no pressure. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. I didn't get like the full trip paid for, like I still paid for, um, you know, accommodations and certain things, but, but like the fact that that opportunity, like I still just think of that one as being like, wow, like that just like the way it all unfolded and came to be was just not something that I actively put into motion and just kind of all fell into place. And so, um, you know, I still consider that like a pretty big manifestation and I've manifested things like my current relationship and, um, you know, clients and like, like, you know, like there's been a lot, but I feel like that one stands out the most because it was just like, whoa, like that is crazy. Oh, yeah. So good. I love it. Okay. What's your favorite luxury splurge? Hmm. A good like self-care spa day. Like I Ooh. love being like spoiled and like taken care of. So like for me, the ultimate is like just a full day of relaxation where someone's just like pampering me and just making me feel like the goddess I am. Mm, so good. But can you also tell us about your most recent luxury purchase as well? Uh, like, yes. I okay. <laughs> I know like that. So it's so funny. Cause okay. As the Sagittarian in me, like I love nice things. I love beautiful things. Yeah. I like to me, like luxury is like luxury travel and luxury. Like, you know, like I love the travel. Mm-hmm. So yes, I did just splurge on a beautiful Gucci handbag. Um, Hello. With, like definitely a big like up leveling quantum leaping action based on this mastermind that we're both in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that of course, like again, on my like vision board, I put that I wanted a luxury bag um, on it. And I don't know, something just compelled me to be like, like you have, you, you signed so many new clients this month, like treat yourself. And that was just like, I walked into the store. I was like, I'm going to think about it. And then like two minutes later I was purchasing it. So I just, it was like, just this like total up leveling that felt just really liberating and good. And like, yeah. So that to me is like such a new experience into, into like, you know, this more like luxe lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like fully, cause I, I travel a lot and like, but you know, I'm not always traveling you know, first or business. And I'm not always staying in the most like luxe places. I'm just like traveling, which to me is like, you know, such a like, you know, I'm so grateful for that. But yeah, I'm just really up leveling the way I see how I can experience these things that I love. Mm, I love it. Yeah. You guys, Rachel just texts me randomly and is like, I'm going to buy a Gucci bag. And I was like, hello. Okay. <laughs> and then she's like, and I'm buying a Tesla. And like, yeah. And then I'm like, are I'm we? Tesla. like, these are the friends you guys need. <laughs> I know. And I, and I like love, uh, like, I feel like, you know, of course I love the mastermind, but I, we were saying how like, the two of us being paired, like we're definitely maybe the more woo spiritual yeah. bunch. And the fact that we've been paired and just like, yeah, we've like just formed like this, like, you know, friendship and like mm-hmm. relationship beyond the mastermind and just like helping each other just like, yeah, level up and pump each other up, which is amazing. Also, yeah. I did choose, and I will add this because this was like super crazy. I would say like a pretty fun manifestation. Mm-hmm. I did decide as part of my new, like, up-leveled version of rage, um, was going to treat myself to a facial. And I went to like my favorite facial place in Toronto and I was in it and she was like, you know, do you want to add appeal to it? Which like was maybe like a $60 upgrade. And I was just like, 
fuck yeah, I do. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I deserve this. And then, so whatever, it was like an amazing experience of my face is glowy after. And I like go up to pay and they're like, okay, so yep, your credit is, has been processed and you're good to go. And I was like, pardon me? And they're like, yeah, like you had a credit on your account from like this influencer deal I did with them so long ago, oh my which God. I feel like was a mistake on their end. Like, cause I already <laughs> got the treatment. Like I think they accidentally added a second one on, but I didn't say anything. And I was like, <laughs> like oh my I God, received that. <laughs> I like, I just got this facial for free. Like it was the, like, I just couldn't believe it. And I was like, wow, I guess I manifested that. Like I just, mm-hmm. I wanted to treat myself and the universe was like, we got you, honey. So that was fun. Oh God. I was just reading a book last night and I like wrote this down in my journal because I like to take notes while I read. And it's like, if all you have to do is like be willing to do the thing you maybe don't want to do, and then you don't have to do it, you know, like be willing to pay the extra and then you don't have to. So it's so funny. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Love it. Speaking of books, what's your favorite book? Okay. Well, I would say, let me think about that. Cause I have like, I'm such a bookworm that I feel like, oh, let me feel so. Hard. Okay. So the most like memorable or like the one that stand out the most for me would be like money and the law of attraction. I've read that. Oh, like, I love that one. Um, you're a badass at making money was another biggie. Okay. Um, a oh the one that I like really catapulted my spiritual journey was Manifest Your Destiny by Wayne Dyer. That one was like a major oh. for me. Yeah, it's an OG book, um, and it's like a copy that my mom had probably from the nineties. But it <laughs> um, yeah, it really it's a really good one, and it just a lot of it's just about like you know, being grateful for what you have in the here and now. And yeah, like it, it really just like formed my gratitude practice and just really like shifted how I saw things like, you know, like see the good now versus like waiting for the good to come and then be happy or then be joyful or excited. Um, so it really like started to shift my mindset. Um, the one that I just recently finished was the big leap, uh, by Gay Hendricks which I really enjoyed. It just really like resonated with me. Um, yeah. Oh man, I could go on and on, but those are like <laughs> probably the ones, especially when people are like, what book should I read? I'd like get them started on that. A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson also is like a really, um, um, and the four agreements. Oh my God. Sorry. Like, no, you're good. But yeah, uh, those are like the ones that I get people. Like if you want to start to like really dive into spirituality and really just like you know, fine tune your mindset. Like those are some good places to start. Yeah. Those are some OG classics. I love that. And you even mentioned a couple that nobody has talked about. So that'll be good. You guys will have some books to add to your shelf. (laughs) Yeah. So good. Okay. Last speed dating question. What is your go-to coffee or tea order at the moment? Uh, it's always, I don't do coffee. It makes me wild. So I go for matcha. Um, I'm always doing, if I'm ordering out, it'll be matcha unsweetened with either almond or coconut milk. And I'm just recently getting into the oat milk thing, mm. uh, which is like super nice and creamy, but yeah, so almond or cocoa are like my go-to. 
Yes, I'm the exact same ice mantra yeah, we're not the sisters. end. Yes, we are. We're like the exact same. It's yeah, basically. <laughs> just 10 years older than you. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I love that so much. Okay, let's dive into you. I'm really curious to hear your journey and what brought you into like all the woo things. Like what made you learn about like even kundalini kriyas? Like what got you into journaling? All of the things. Okay. So I feel like my first like introduction into anything woo with like, say the secret, for example, was my mom. My mom was definitely, you know, she loved Wayne Dyer. She loves Oprah. She loves like anything personal development, uh, especially at this like particular time in her life. And I remember when the secret was big, she was like, you should read this book. And I remember reading it and being like, cool, I can just manifest anything I want by saying it. Like totally <laughs> just thought it was like the easiest thing, which it is, but the way they frame it to me is just like not, <laughs> it doesn't really uh, give you like a good process. But anyway, yeah. she got me into, uh, I guess like these high vibe personal development style um you know, teachings and books and resources. Uh, and then when I started my blog, so that was like, I don't know, early 20s perhaps. So then uh, when I started my blog about six years ago, I was diagnosed celiac. And so I um, then had to stop eating everything gluten. And I started a blog because my gluten-free life uh, was, you know, flipped upside down and mm -hmm. I wanted an outlet to share. So as a result, I was, you know, being surrounded by people who were doing good by themselves. So taking good care of their body, uh, taking good care of their mind, people who were, you know, in the spiritual realm. And so my first like blogger friend was, um, she was like one of my, like, she, to this day, she's like one of my biggest mentors and she was very much into like the spiritual, the woo. And she introduced me to like, Oh man, like everything, like law of attraction, manifestation, everything high vibe, even like Reiki and um, even like yoga as I know it. Like she just really opened my eyes to just this whole new world. And so journaling was one of the first practices that I started uh, embracing and just like writing out like my thoughts. And, and at that time, like I still have my OG first journals and I'm like, wow, like I thought freaking mouse like <laughs> I read what I was writing about and it was just like a lot of like pain and darkness like I just yeah. like feel like I was in a really like you know like part of me really wanted to be like so spiritual and like high vibe and do good by myself but then this the side of me that I'd been conditioned to and knew like this partying lifestyle this like um you know this this person who wanted to fit in and to like be super social and liked and you know I was like at this crossroads at this point in my life and like that's what like my first like journal entries were all about just being like so lost and confused and just what the hell am I even doing and so um things have definitely changed dramatically so <laughs> journaling then led to meditation which then just led me to like even exploring like astrology and understanding the moon cycles and understanding energy and chakras and like, you know, being, so being a wellness influencer. So starting off in, in, as being like gluten-free, I was then exposed to people who were, yeah, like Reiki healers, energy healers, nutritionists, naturopaths, people who were like, you know, trained in in these different healing modalities. And so I was getting offered a lot of these treatments, but I had no freaking clue what they were. I was just like, sure, <laughs> give them to me and I'll talk about you. So I do like, I'm so grateful that my, you know, this 
influencing side of my business has exposed me to a lot of this because it definitely got my feet wet in terms of like, you know, what resonates with me and, um, you know, what, what do I like best? And so, um, it exposed me like early on, even before I even knew like the benefits of it. But now as I've like grown and evolved, I'm like just so fascinated by, especially the energetics, you know, aligning our chakras, aligning our energy, balancing our energy so that we can be like our best self. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't mean we have to spend thousands of dollars on a course to like, you know, understand how our mind works. It's, you know, we can simply, you know, balance and, and work with our chakra energies and, um, you know, clear out, uh, some of that junk. And that being said, a lot of shadow work and a lot of, yeah. Oh, releasing and understanding past stories and programming like that, you know, as much as like spirituality is like fun and, and like high vibe, it's like part of that journey for me has been like clearing out and creating mm-hmm. space. So, um, yeah, it, it, and it, I think the reason it took me so long to go as deep as I now am is because there was a lot a, to go through and B yeah. it was, hard it was like to come to terms with like my darkness was not easy for me um for a long time so you know the spiritual journey for me has been heightened especially over the past year or two mm-hmm. um and yeah it's brought me to where I am and I'm just like damn like I'm so grateful for it it's like changed my entire life 100 and it's so interesting that on our journeys we eventually come to this point where we're like okay i just need to get balanced like balanced in doing the light work balanced in doing the shadow work just balanced in every aspect of our lives and like you and i were talking about this before of like and i was even talking to this um with amber lee our coach um this week that like we can't get like too excited about things and we can't get too upset about things we just need to be neutral all the time so it's like okay, yeah, of course this is happening, like to the good things. Of course this is happening and be neutral to the the things that aren't as ideal and be like, okay, that's interesting. Like, how can we work through that? Okay. That's going to bring something else into my life. And just remaining balanced is a really interesting thing that I feel like not a lot of people are talking about because everybody is like, do this, this and that and change your energy and be a light worker or do this, this and that and work through the shadow work. But it's like, where is the balance? Like, yeah, the both. Yeah, I feel like the convert, it's so interesting because even like, you know, and I'm sure you can resonate with this, but like, you know, okay, I've like read all the books and this was like, you know, part of like my journey into, um, you know, what, like over the past year, it's like, I've read all the freaking books. I've like, <laughs> you know, listen to the podcast. I'm like seeing the damn mantras. I'm like doing the things that people are, but like, you know, I wasn't doing that deep work. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's just like, especially in the world of like law of attraction and manifestation, like the popular resources that people are turning to, I feel like just miss some really key components and just don't explain it in a way that like the layman such as myself at that time, um, is able to, to integrate it or, or understand it or apply it to themselves. Um, and that goes for a lot of like these, you know, more woo, um, ways of living or, or just like, you know, yeah, be high vibe, be high vibe all the time. And I'm like, no, like, Mm -hmm. I think it's actually really spiritual to find, um, to be able to sit in your darkness for a bit and to go through periods where like, you just need to kind of shut off and, and be in a lower vibrational state, not like, you know, in a depression, but just like sit with what's coming up so that you can rise through it into the light. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, that's part of it. It's not just about being like, okay, I'm high vibe and I'm making this choice. And like, everything in my life is just fucking perfect. It's like, 
no, 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 no. Like <laughs> it's going to help you really come face to face with where the darkness is for sure. But that means you have to go through the darkness to come back through the light. So um, yeah, I do like totally resonate with like finding the balance in it all. Like so important. Yeah. And it's like, we do read all the books and listen to everything. And it's like a lot of times we even go to the bookstore and we'll pick books that are just saying the same things that we've read a million times. And like, actually I went to Barnes and Noble a couple of weeks ago with my mom and I was like, I want a book that's different than the bullshit I've been reading over and over and over again. Cause I'm like, that's got me to where I am now, but what's going to take me to the next level is going to be something different. And for me, yeah. that was like, I bought this book about um, how to move energy and like working mm -hmm. through energy. And you and I have both been working on a lot of shadow stuff lately. So I'm really glad this is a conversation we're having. Cause like, like we said, nobody's really talking about this stuff. So when it comes to like blocks, what blocks have you personally had to release recently for you to manifest things easier? Mm. Well, I think I shared this with you, like, um, when you start to, so for me, for a long time, like ugh, blocks, you know, there's a lot of blocks for me and for, you know, I would say like my biggest one being around money, you know, like coming not from like, you know, a, a bad upbringing, but just like not a super abundant upbringing. So like really having to like come to terms with like, you know, the stories that were passed along to me. Uh, and you know that impact of my programming were a result of like my parents and then their parents and like so on and so um, a lot of the work I've been doing is around that and like really understanding like what does that come from and you know understanding that a lot of my blocks are based in in like self-worth and confidence and so uh, I guess like for my business specifically it's been a lot of like releasing around um, really feeling into like I deserve this and I am worthy of this because I I you know it's at the point where I'm almost like I don't want to say exceeding my parents but it's you know that's that is happening right and, it's the reality. Um, and so there's been this like for a while and I've worked with my Reiki healer on this and he's like you don't need to carry the burden and guilt of of what you think might happen like your parents at the end of the day your mom especially wants you to be happy and wants you to thrive and you know like it's okay. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. Like it was something I really had to uh, overcome is like, you know, my success. Um, I feel like I, I had almost like, and I think I mentioned it to you kind of like this threshold where like, I haven't been exposed to so much success mm -hmm. all at once and consistently as I have recently. And it's just because, you know, I also growing up didn't have that. So it's just like, I found myself like almost self-sabotaging in certain ways where it's just like, okay, cool. You, you got a couple new clients. You're good. And it's like, wait, that's not my goal for the month though. My goal mm -hmm. is like bigger than this. And so I've really had to like sit with like, what is coming up and why is it coming up? And um, like, why do I feel like, uh, you know, this is enough. Like I, I want to go bigger. So, right. you know, what is it that's saying? And I, I think a lot of it was coming down to like, you know, it's just, the the maybe a bit of the guilt of like oh my gosh like am I going to exceed my parents and 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 be like you know am I really worthy of it like is this really happening to me like what the hell like mm -hmm. like oh my god like why you know like why me in a positive way but just almost like doubting like holy shit like is this really happening so it's been a lot of just like coming to like okay like yes you're worthy you deserve everything you desire you've done this work like mm -hmm. celebrate it it's okay 
Um, you know, but also a lot of like ego work, like my ego, I realized it's just like run the show for a very long mm. time. And so just really identifying when the ego's at play versus, you know, my soul and my heart. Um, and just like, you know, working with like, okay, ego, I hear you. I'm not honoring you right now because what you want is not aligned with my greatest good. And just, yeah, learning to listen to that ego voice and being able to differentiate like when that's at play versus, um, you know, what's really, um, my soul calling. A hundred percent. And I think you brought up a lot of things that are going to resonate with a lot of different people. And for me, that's something I've been doing work around is the deserving and worthiness factor. And it's like that it is safe for you to receive the things that you desire. It's safe for you to continue to go bigger and bigger and bigger. Like I, after I bought my Tesla, I was like, holy shit. Like I had to manifest all this money for my deposit. And I'm like, oh my God, like, is this okay that I'm like, and I kept running into roadblocks and I was like, is it okay that I just get something because I want it? And just because I don't, I don't need it, but like, I want it. Is that okay? And it's like, yes, like you fucking deserve to have every single thing that you want because you've put in the work physically, you put in the work spiritually, and you're just a deserving being for existing and breathing on this planet. And it's like, that's where a lot of people are really missing this shadow work um, is in the deserving categories. Like yeah. I'd love to know, like what are some journal prompts that you're doing around the deserving? Like where can people start to unpeel these layers for themselves? Hmm. That's a really great question. Well, I guess what I have been doing and, and what, you know, part of like, even my, um, yeah, like, I guess part of like, what I've been doing over the past, like six months, or even nine months, um, is, is, first of all, like, just writing down everything I want, like, Mm -hmm. seeing it and being like, holy fuck, like, yes, that's what I desire, like, admitting that those are the things you want, like, seeing them, you know, like, the fact that, yeah, I want a, a beach house in LA, and I want to be able to, like, have first class travel and I want and like I deserve to have that like you know I think I I wasn't daring myself to dream big and I wasn't Mm -hmm. daring myself to like I wasn't allowing myself to think beyond like you know two months out because it's just like my my yeah it just wasn't expanded and as I started to like you know just have fun with it and almost make a game of it 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 kind of opened up my ability to to see it as possible and to receive it. So yeah, maybe I'm not owning a beach house in LA yet or mm-hmm. um, taking all the like luxury first class travel yet, but um, I'm starting to see more and more how possible it is for me. And, you know, a year ago, I definitely wasn't seeing that. Like it, it just started to open and expand it. So just, you know, every day I'm just like uh, writing or rewriting um, what I'm desiring or, you know, what I'm attracting money for. It's like, you know, and it's not just to pay my bills. I'm not, you know, that's a given. It's like for mm-hmm. luxury things, luxury experiences, luxury experiences for me and my boyfriend, like, you know, my, just like luxury, just like, you know, um, and, and luxury can mean different things for everyone, but right. just, you know, deserving, um, deserving material possessions or deserving experiences and just, you know, saying that over and over and over. And I feel like for me, that's just helped me to, um, yeah, to just like 
own it a bit more. So I don't know if there's like a specific prompt that I'm doing, but I think if you're, I guess what a prompt would be is like to write even a letter to your future self. That's something that I've, I've done and I continue to do every few months where it's just like writing as if you've got all those things that you're desiring. And then when you write it in that, in that capacity, um, it really starts to shift your mindset and your believability, your, you know, self-worth around having it. And that was like pretty, pretty transformational for me. And I think the first time I really did that was at, was at a, at the beginning of this year. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just really like getting, admitting it to yourself that you want these things, like, you know, for hiding them and keeping them buried deep within, like, yeah, no wonder you're not going to be working towards or moving closer to those things because you're not even speaking up about them yourself. Yeah. I love that. And I love that action step of writing like the letter to your future self. That's so big. Um, cause it just like gets you in that mind frame of like, Oh, this could happen, you know, in like the next yeah. six months, this could happen in the next year. Like, wow, that's crazy. And what you're doing essentially is just holding the space for those things ahead of time, the same way that you did with the Bali trip, you know, you just yeah. like, you're like, okay, I admit that this is something I want and like, I don't need it right now, but it's something that I would love to have. So I'm just going to hold the space for that now. And, yeah. and then the only thing that we need to do to get there is remove all the blocks. Cause I always say yeah. like, the only thing standing between you and your desires is you. So oh, yeah. like, you like, and even writing that stuff down, that's, what's going to bring up the fears for people to work through, you know, because it's like, that's when you're like, Oh, well, like, how will this happen? Or like, you know, do I really deserve that? Or like, am I that kind of person that carries all Louis Vuitton? It's like, then that's where you can do the diving, yeah. the deep diving on your mindset and the subconscious fears and that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, the first thing I do with any of the women I work with is like, all right, let's map out your freedom life. Like that's yeah. what I call it. Um, and I'm like, think big, like, don't just like think, you know, two, three months down the road. Like I want you to think what this life that you're desiring looks like and write it down and get really clear. And then you're able to, like you said, like, because exactly those blocks come up and it's only when we start to step out of that comfort zone and expand ourselves that, that we're met with the fears, the doubts, the limiting beliefs, yada, yada. So like, from the work I do, mm-hmm. and even for me, it's like, I need to know what those blocks are and how can I pull them out? Well, for me to dream big and to not even just dream, but you know, for me to like establish and to, to like, just shout what I want from the rooftops and mm-hmm. then be like, Oh wait, that voice within is actually telling me that I'm not good enough or, Oh, like I'm worried that I'm going to fail. Like then those those fears can arise. And then at that point you can, like you said, unblock them and work through them. Mm -hmm. But until you do, you know, the dreaming big and, um, establishing what it is you want, then you're not really going to know what fears are holding you back. A hundred percent. And you're an NLP practitioner. So I kind of want to talk about some like easy NLP techniques that we can do, whether it's for breaking through all of this stuff we're talking about, breaking through the deserving fears, um, just kind of declaring the things that we want. What are some like easy NLP ish things that uh, the listeners can do at home to help put themselves like a little bit closer to that freedom lifestyle? Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many like I mean, I could talk you through like a whole bunch, but I mean, without actually being able to see um, what's (laughs) happening or what's going on, it'll be challenging. But some easy ones that I always default to 
I love tapping. So EFT mm -hmm. tapping, it's something that um, I've been familiar with for a couple years, but um, through my certification as a master NLP practitioner, I actually kind of learned a little bit more about the why, the how, the process, et cetera. So um, for me, tapping is like the one thing that I will default to that anyone can access. Like anyone, you don't have to necessarily be certified in it, but say like there's a limiting belief or there's something that's feeling like stuck or stagnant within what tapping can do. And there's, um, and I can direct you guys um, maybe in the show notes, yeah. we can direct them on my IGTV. I have a whole series of, of tapping sequences oh, just so perfect. you guys get kind of like you know, the same flow, the flow will always be the same and you can just kind of create your own sequence. So um, what I do is essentially tap on these um, acupressure points that are uh, linked to our energy meridian. So for example, if you've got a limiting belief or um, a stuck or stagnant emotion, uh, what's going to happen is your meridian is going to start going out of whack. And that's why we then experience things like comparison or imposter syndrome or anxiety, fears, doubts, like that's when those arise because you're not, you know, you're not flowing freely. So what uh, tapping does is, is essentially like tap, tap it into correction. It, it's tapping it um, back into place so that your meridian starts to flow. So if it's a limiting decision that we're tapping on, um, we're first acknowledging that we are experiencing this and we're accepting it and we're saying, look, I see you, I honor you, I forgive you, like still love you for having this. And then what we do once we've kind of like cleared that pathway, we're then able to add in the positive affirmations, the positive uh, suggestions so that your um, meridian is like, okay, great. I've like released whatever the heck that was. And now I'm like, um, you know, now, now my, my, my body, my energy is aligned in a more positive way. So it's really powerful because it can be like five to seven minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it can shift you and it could even be something for like a headache. If you've got a persisting headache or a stomach ache, like you can tap that away. Uh, something else that's really powerful. And it's, you know, again, something that it's just through training and experience is what we call like reframing. So, um, you know, for example, like, you know, what's something that you could be like, oh, I can't, I'll just give an example. So uh, I can't afford this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, well, that's, that's so limiting when you say it like that, right. we could frame it to be like, how can I afford this? Or uh, I'm choosing not to spend money on this versus the like, I can't like, when we frame it from like, I'm choosing, you know, even if at that particular time, like you actually can't afford it, uh, like you, you can say, and again, like our subconscious mind eavesdrops on every single one of our thoughts. So our language is very, very important to pay, pay attention to. So saying something like, I can't afford that, or that's too expensive, or I can't do this, I can't do that. How can we reframe that to be, mm -hmm. um, you know, to be a more positive forward thinking language, success driven language that our subconscious um, responds better to. So, you know, if you're saying things like, I can't do that. It's like, I am going to find a solution to, you know, like little things like that, where it's like, yes, maybe right now you cannot do that. But, you know, how about we try to shift our language to, you know, let's just remove the word can't or like, let's just remove the word 
won't or tried, like things like that, that just really are so limiting in nature Mm -hmm. and replacing it and ultimately reframing your language to be more, um, yeah, positive and success driven. So, um, you know, I catch myself a big one is like, you know, that's, that's so expensive and it's like, right. Mm, that's so premium. Like that's luxury. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, Ooh, that's so luxe. Or like my boyfriend and I are like, Ooh, good value. Like we kind of like joke about <laughs> it when something is like definitely out of, um, our existing budget or is just like something that we're like, Ooh, like not right now. Like, one day it's just like ooh good value like we just kind of like yeah. laugh it off and it's not you know deflecting because I feel like when you deflect like oh that's so expensive it's just to say like well then that kind of opportunity or experience will never be available to you because you're just like pushing it away mm-hmm. but whereas when you would kind of acknowledge like ooh that's so premium or like oh like you know I'm choosing to opt for something else right now then it just like shifts it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And what I love about these two things is just the reframing and the tapping is it comes back to what we were talking about at the very beginning, balancing our energy. It's so important. Like the tapping alone, like that is literally balancing your energy meridians. And like you said, it just like it balances you back to who you are because who you are is this abundant, unlimited, you know, high vibing spiritual being like in the human experience. And so what you're doing is tapping back into that, back into balance, reframing. We're not here to be limited. We live in an unlimited universe. And so it's like when you can reframe and remind yourself that it shifts you back into balance. And that's really what all this is about. And I think a lot of the human experience is meant to shake us up because of the law of polarity. Like everything has an equal and opposite reaction. So it's like, we see that and it's our job to shift back. So I love that. And those are two such easy things to do. Um, but things that we have to be really conscious of because our language, we don't think about all the time, you know, like I even catch myself being like, Oh my gosh, I really need to reframe that. Or like, I'll be thinking like, oh, school's so hard. I don't have time for this. It's like, no, that's only true because I keep repeating it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And what we repeat over and over will, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So Mm -hmm. if we're continually saying, yeah, like I don't have time or I'm so busy or whatever BS that we're telling ourselves, like, yes, you may at that moment have like a busier schedule, but you know, if if we're using that as like a crutch or an excuse, like, well, then you're always going to get that same result. So it's really just like, yeah, like it's a simple way for you to just shift out of your cycle and your pattern um, and just, yeah, starting to train your mind to see things kind of like the, the, the brighter side, like having a sunnier disposition. Yeah. And coming back to all the shadow work stuff as well is like when we start to have these thoughts, that just shows you where there's more work to do. Yes. Like, if you're going through your day, maybe you're at the mall, you stop in the Louis Vuitton store, you're like, oh, that's out of my budget. And you're like, oh, that's so expensive. Okay. Note that in your phone, put it yeah. in the notes section and be like, okay, well, I need to work around, you know, work on my money mindset. I need to work on my language around pricing, you know, just take it all as feedback and yeah. then go home, tap it out, journal yeah. it out, do the yeah. things. And that's how we can expand and, and even grow in like how deserving we feel because once you tap back into your natural state of abundance, you know that you're so deserving. So it's like all full circle. <laughs> oh, for, completely. And like, yeah, like I always think, I always say like, um, again, like so many, like 
women that I, that I talk to yourself, friends of mine, it's like the more aware we become um, and the more tuned in we get to say our intuition or like the more comes up. And so it's so interesting because especially when, you know, I'm talking to someone who's new on their journey, they're just like, oh my God, like this and this is coming up. And I'm like, no, that's good. Like Mm -hmm. emotions are rising. It's like energy in motion. So it's like trying to rise to the surface to release. And that is so good. Like that's healing. So anything that's coming up, because again, like our, our programming is so deeply embedded within us that, you know, it'll just stay that way. It'll just stay in there unless we do the work to pull it out. And so, you know, when we start to do the work, what often discourages people is that it feels really hard and icky and uncomfortable. But part of that discomfort is, is the growth is like, Ooh, like, you know, it's basically like growing pains. It's like, yeah. Oh, like I'm like not really liking what's coming up. I'm realizing these things about myself, but it's like you become aware of them because A, you're ready to become aware of them and B, you're ready to release and overcome them. So it wouldn't come up for you if it wasn't the right time. Um, And perhaps sometimes it may not feel like the right time, but you know, like we never get anything that we can't handle. And it's just like, you know, when we're, when you declare that you're ready to put in the work, just get ready to like, pull up your socks and put in the work because it's not gonna always be the easiest but yeah (laughs) rewarding it will always like always yeah you'll always come out on the other side I love that and I was actually just talking to a client today that I just signed up for one-on-one and she's like I'm so fucking scared because she's like never made this level of an investment and I'm like I literally was like this is so good I'm like so fucking good you should be scared because that shows that you're ready to work through those things because they're even bubbling up to the surface. Like if it wasn't the right time to work through that, you wouldn't feel that way. And so it's just so fucking good. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, I love that. Amen. Okay. So you talk a lot about the freedom lifestyle, creating freedom in every way. What are three like practical tips that you can give the listeners to kind of embody more of their freedom lifestyle in the day to day? Mm, Oh, I like this. So I think first and foremost is like, you know, do more of the things that you freaking love. Like, you know, like I think I actually was listening to a podcast and I like just really like resonated with me what they were saying. It was like, you know, we, we say like, we love dancing. Like I love dancing. That's why I thought of that. So I love dancing. And it's like, well, if I love dancing, like you know, why am I not going out and dancing more? Like, why am I not doing more of the things that like bring me joy in the day to day? And for me, part of freedom is like just freedom from your emotions, freedom from your, like, maybe if you're in a job that you don't love, or you're just, you know, there's aspects of your life that aren't quite where you want them to be. It's like, well, why don't part of, part of that freedom lifestyle is like being your happiest, most high vibe, radiant self. And so that you become a magnet to attract more of these good things. Right. Mm -hmm. So you know, number one, like do more of the things you love. Like if you're not working for yourself, that's okay. It's like do more of like the extracurricular things that make you feel good and less of the things that make you feel shit. Like if you're hanging out with people that are low vibe and you want to be high vibe, well, it's time to maybe like rethink who you're hanging out with and maybe not shutting people out so abruptly, but just being mindful of like what you do on a daily basis should make you happy. Like you should be, even if you're yeah, like, you know, going to a nine to five job and, um, and just like, you know, maybe not the most excited for the work day, but you know, what can you do and plan ahead for that day, for your days, all the days, um, that's going to excite you and going to be like, okay, 
I've got to work, but then I'm so excited to do this. So just thinking more about like, yeah, doing things that you love. Another thing is like setting boundaries, like setting boundaries. Oh man, like Amen. times I talk to women who, and, and I say women, I mean, I talk to guys too. My boyfriend is actually a prime example. He's <laughs> an entrepreneur and I'm just like boundaries. Cause I don't, I chose now to like not do work into the evening. Mm. I could, but like when we're together, like I just don't want to do that. And so I'm like, and you know, he will be like, can you just like look over this? I'm like, I have boundaries. You're like, <laughs> like, nope, sorry. It was really funny the last time. <laughs> you love boundaries, but can you look at this? And I'm like, oh, but, it, but anyway, boundaries in all areas. So like boundaries of like, are you a yes person? Like, are you always saying yes to everything? And if so, like, why? Like, you know, how is your energy after saying yes to everything? Are you saying yes? And then feeling the urge to bail on 90% of those, like, don't disappoint people and live in integrity and just say yes to the things that feel really good. So setting boundaries, even just like, yeah, like, I don't know. I think boundaries can extend to so many things, relationships, um, even work. They can extend to, um, you know, like what you choose to put into your body, what you choose to do to your body. Like just, yeah, saying no to what doesn't feel right and saying yes to what does and uh, just being unapologetic unapologetic about it is like really, um, is really important. Um, And number three, I'm trying to think, oh gosh, Um, I mean, like for me, honestly, it's been like, and I'm sure most of the women, uh, people listening are, um, already doing this, but it's just like, get like so diligent with your, your daily rituals. I'm not going to say morning ritual because for everyone it's, it's not morning for everyone, but oh, like just having that consistency where you're just checking in, tuning in for me, like you know, my intuition is like my guiding light. So Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm my best self when I'm honoring and listening to what my intuition is telling me and what, what helps me to listen better. Um, what, you know, what guides me is, is like my meditation practice, my goddess devotions, my Kundalini practice, my journaling, like those to me are so sacred and so important because Mm -hmm. it not only helps me as a person and just like, you know, like trying to stay, high vibe, uh, as a, as a human, but it helps my relationships. It helps my business. It, you know, I, I literally feel like I'm become, I've become a magnet for like everything I desire because I'm, I'm loving myself so much. I'm loving myself through, um, my consistent daily practices and, um, you know, and I, and I'm sure there's people listening who are like, you know, yeah, okay. I'm, I, I do meditate sometimes. I do journal sometimes. And I used to be the same. Like I did, like I was so inconsistent, but then I found like this really sweet spot and I started to just really honor that. Um, and to me, it's like the greatest act of self-love is to like give to yourself every single day. Mm, so good. And all of it really boils down to just like setting your life up for success. You know, the daily rituals that just sets up your vibration to, you know, create the life you want to live, have boundaries around the things you absolutely have to do, and then spend your free time doing things that you love. It's like, it's so simple, A, B, and C. (laughs) It really is. And I mean, yes, like there is like kind of like, again, those growing pains of like, oh, like it just feels so hard to get consistent, but it's like, you know, like, yeah, commit to you. Like, is it hard to like commit to yourself? If it is, then you got to do some of that shadow work, but (laughs) um, but yeah, like uh, for sure. And you know what? Like, 
yeah, I believe that my spiritual practice, my daily rituals are why I've become like a manifesting magnet, why Mm. good keeps coming to me, like why, um, yeah, why I'm living this like healthy, wealthy, abundant life. It's like, it's because I'm, I'm tuning in and I'm, I'm loving myself and yeah. And that's that. (laughs) Amen. All of the daily rituals, you guys listening. So when I tell you to have a ritual, don't ignore me. (laughs) Do it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Okay. And the last question I ask everybody on the podcast is what's your number one tip for manifestation? Okay. Well, I guess this kind of ties into what I was just saying. So definitely a big one is like, it is, I feel like it's kind of like multi-pronged, but like tuning in, like my intuition, like I said, it's like, if I'm not dialed into my intuition, I don't have clarity. If I don't have clarity, I don't really know what I want. If I don't really know what I want, then I can't really get what I want. So my intuition allows me to have greater clarity as to what I'm desiring. Um, and, and when I have that clarity as to what I'm really desiring and wanting to call in and manifest, I'm then able to, you know, create that, that picture, that image in my mind, uh, to visualize it into, uh, existence. So visualization, it's part of, you know, the daily, um, practice that I have kind of like post meditation where I just kind of like sit in some quiet reflection. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just like currently I'm, and I think I talked about it a bit on the call yesterday. Like, for example, like right now I'm calling in uh, clients for a program that I'm launching. And so mm-hmm. I'm like visualizing myself as a magnet, uh, like literally picturing and like, you know, myself as a magnet and like these clients just like becoming like suction to me and like you know, <laughs> wrapping myself up in that and like a really like fun, like, you know, it makes me feel really tingly and warm and excited. So, um, like to me, it's like, yeah, that, that visualization component with like as much clarity as I can muster up so that I can feel that excitement as if like it's, you know, here in front of me, uh, because it is actually, it is right. So, um, that to me was a, a game changer and something that um, through my NLP, I became really aware of like how important the visualization component is because, um, you know, our subconscious mind is where like our manifestations live. So, um, and our subconscious mind thinks in sounds, pictures, and um, symbols. So, we need to have that picture in our mind. Simply stating it is not enough. That's for our conscious mind. Our conscious mind is only 0.04% of our mind. So, you know, saying that we want something is like not going to do the trick. You got to really feel it um, at that subconscious level. So to me, that's like, that's where the magic lies for my process. I love that. And I, that's something I've really been focusing on this month with like buying my Tesla, like almost every single night I've been laying in bed, just visualizing, like signing the papers, being handed the keys and getting in my car. And I will literally start sobbing for like 30 minutes because I can just feel it so intensely and I can just feel that. And I'm so excited for it that like, it's like, there's no way it couldn't happen because it's already happened. It's already happened in my mind. And all it needs to do is manifest two days from now. So, you know, it is so important to bring those feelings in your body. I love that. Yeah. Really important. So, yeah. And I feel like even with like what we've been doing with uh, Amber Lee and just like, I don't know. I, I feel like I get this like crazy, like oh, overwhelming feeling of excitement and like giddiness, like so regularly now where like that feeling in my body is just such a regular occurrence now yeah. that um, 
it's like, wow, yes, I can like tap into that so, so quickly. So and it's, again, it's a trained, it's a thing that we can train ourselves to do. It's not, it's not like you have to have a special certification for it. Right. Like, we can <laughs> all do this. We can all do this. hundred percent. We just laid out the whole map for you guys in this podcast. So just write yeah. notes over all of this and you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> I love it. Oh, good. Thank you so much, Rachel, for chatting and sharing all the shadow stuff with us, all of your tips and processy. Um, let us know, where can we hang out with you online? Well, thank you. First of all, I like love this conversation yeah. and um, yeah, I can't wait to um, hear more of the episodes that you've got on the docket. Cause you just recently told me. So I'm like, <laughs> I've got, I like love discovering new podcasts. Cause I just feel like um, especially like that are high vibe like yours. So yeah, you'll love that. I'm going to go on a binge spree. <laughs> uh, anyways. Okay. So mostly on Instagram, like I would say like, that's where you can find me and everything else is kind of linked there. So um, my handle is freedom rage with two H's. Uh, and I also have a podcast, which we'll get you on as well. Michaela, we're taking yes. a bit of a, a break right now, but for season four, we'll have you on. And, um, if you're interested in finding me there, it's at this is vibe tribe. It's the vibe tribe podcast. And we talk a lot about spiritual spirituality, woo woo stuff as well. So I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like so we'll get along just well on that one. Yeah. You're like, perfect. You're perfect. For it. So, <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me. And again, thank you so much for having me on the show. Of course. And I will have um, the podcast and her Instagram linked for you guys below. So you can just head to the show notes and head over there. And then we'll also link up Rachel's um, tapping video. So you guys can head straight to IGTV and get that. So ugh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, this has been amazing. Everybody's got tons of value from this. And yeah, we will chat soon. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Bye. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.